0: Welcome to We Will Fix You. It's um, it's a podcast. Come on. You know how this works by now. Joining me tonight, uh, Mr. Dave Convery, writer of Cosmopolitan Magazine's Most Lethal Sex Tip. Good evening. Mr. H.J. Doom, arch goblin of the hermetic order of the spork. Oh. Hello. And I, you know, you know me, Roger Hart, deputy of leopards. On this, our 101st episode, we have, you will be fucking astounded, a question. I'm gonna read it. Where does the time go? I'm certain I used to be better at reading, watching movies, keeping up with friends, getting personal projects done, etc., etc. Obviously, I'm old and very, very tired all the time now, but it's frustrating me, and I feel like I'm wasting more time than I used to, even though all my time seems to be filled up. Am I just viewing my past through nostalgic lenses? Or is my decrepitude stripping me of my vigour? Help me, we will fix you. Help me. Yours, knackered of East Anglia. Well, how about it, H.J. Doom?
1: It sounds to me as though you've reached a certain age that we call, in the fixing community, giving up on life. This is actually perfectly natural for being a human. Uh, Shakespeare held that there were seven ages of life beginning and ending with the mindlessness of infancy, first as a baby, then as an older person ravaged by cognitive impairments. Now, modern research takes a more nuanced view, which holds that later life actually has a great deal to offer, such as the inability to take in or remember new information, which is regarded as an adaptation in a society where most new information is just a list of things that you used to like that are actually killing you your loved ones, and indeed the world. Given that most information in 2019 is deeply and appallingly horrible, if you told me that I would one day see out my twilight years, losing control of my bodily functions and unable to remember the existence of Michael Gove, I'd assume you were a wish-granting genie and that I just rubbed a lamp. All of this is a roundabout way of saying what you're experiencing is perfectly normal. It's a symptom of the cognitive decline kicks in once you're past 30 and have not a great deal left to live for. The fact that it's normal doesn't mean that you can't do something about it though, there's always options. One of the most popular tools for hanging on to energy into middle age and beyond, especially for men, is something called the energetic fallacy paradox, more commonly referred to as being wrong on the internet. So if you want a new lease on life, take a lesson from the legions of Internet dwellers who create a sort of manic energy from being professionally and continually wrong. So take the example of Graham Linehan. One day, he's a jobbing comedy writer with a body of well-regarded work behind him. The next, he's a tornado of deranged transphobia, apparently possessed of a limitless capacity to cause offence and misery to people who simply want to get on with being themselves. He's got the energy of a deluded man half his age, and it all started with being wrong on the Internet. To take another example, Piers Morgan, despite looking like a suet pudding that's been punched by a gorilla, seems to have boundless energy to attack vegans for having the temerity to give a shit about animal suffering or the fate of the planet. Whether he's passive-aggressively eating a sausage roll or aggressive-aggressively eating some bacon, it's hard not to admire the psychic energy available to a man who looks like a plate of mashed potatoes that's been left out in the sun and is starting to become a health hazard. He's turned being wrong on the internet into his own personal brand, and all it cost him was turning into the punchline of a joke literally nobody was asking. So, what you need to do is find something to be wrong about. Happily, modern culture has provided a wealth, a plethora, a cavalcade of things to be wrong about. I saw someone once say that they refused to play the video game Overwatch because there was a woman with big muscles and a slightly chiselled jawline in it. I've seen people, actual grown human people, complain that Thomas the Tank Engine cartoons expanding the roster of engines Is somehow the end times. We live in an age where people are prepared to claim the Earth is flat, even though you can actually watch footage showing the curvature of the Earth from the International Space Station, an object you can see with the naked eye. There's never been a better time in history to be completely and totally wrong about something in a public arena. Once upon a time, you'd have been quite limited. To the number of people in your village mocking you for your derangingly stupid views. After you told 12 people that you thought, I know, sleeping was unnecessary, it was all a plot by landlords to steal time from the labourers, your career as a deeply irritating know-nothing would effectively be over. Perhaps mad Glenda, who lived in the swamps and ate mud, could be persuaded to have an argument with you, but most people would just shrug their shoulders and go back to the important business of dying of the plague. Now, though, you have a vast, seemingly infinite digital town square into which you can howl your gibberish, safe in the knowledge that someone somewhere will feel the need to point out how unbelievably stupid you are, thus making you feel attacked and thus giving you the energy to carry on with your life. You see, this is the magic ingredient to our idiot stew, the inevitable pushback that comes from people who are not wrong on the internet and are keen to point this fact out to the legion of deranged mouth breathers stinking up the marketplace of ideas with the mimetic equivalent of a beery fart. Being attacked makes people feel threatened and being threatened creates adrenaline. By the time two or three people have taken you to task for suggesting Finland doesn't exist, You'll find yourself filled with a, a dark and burning energy, energy that will keep you arguing the toss with actual Finnish people for many years to come. It's like a vitamin tonic, and the only downside is that a significant portion of the people you know will spend their days actively wishing for you to get into a tense ontological argument with a charging rhino. Still, That's no skin off your nose as you bound confidently from your bed of a morning, fingers already itching to send out a horde of ill informed tweets about the health benefit of injecting weak old cat piss directly into your tear ducts. Effectively, that is your problem solved. Just remember that being wrong on the internet can have side effects that include but aren't limited to becoming alienated from your friends, self-inflicted rage ulcers, and occasionally rising to become the leader of the wealthiest nation in the world.
2: Mr. Gombrie? I think uh, there are a couple of things here. Firstly, and I would like to caveat this by saying that these are neuroscience studies, so it's probably all complete shit. But firstly, studies have shown that the general perception of time speeds up as you age, The brain lays down new memories that you perceive as taking longer. It lays down memories of of novel things rather than the sort of day-to-day stuff. And as you get older, the day-to-day stuff becomes more and more of your life. Uh, The brain lays down memories of new things, uh, things that you don't do day-to-day, and you perceive these as taking longer because the memories form, whereas the rote things, your brain doesn't store so much. There's less to fall back on. You don't perceive them as taking as, as long. So things like day-to-day work or time with your loved ones just tend to get discarded by the brain. In the moment, though, as opposed to during recall, new experiences are stimulating and they seem to pass much quicker, Um, and the researchers who've looked into this call this the holiday paradox. The new situations seem to last longer because they're more clearly perceived after the fact, but in the time, they seem to move quicker. A holiday will linger more clearly in the mind than, for example, the same amount of time spent commuting to work. Hence the name, Holiday Paradox. Uh, The focus on novelty uh, is also why childhood, which is fun and new, seems to last longer than the equivalent time in adulthood, which is monotonous and old. So obviously, I want to tell you to fill your life with constant novelty, Um, but of course that could get expensive, and because we're in paradox time here, motherfucker, that would seem to pass quicker in the moment. So what we really need is the exact balance between novelty and time to reflect so you can maximise the number of new memories formed while having time to reflect on those for the maximum perceived time spent on the things. So that, you know, that sounds quite difficult, it's not, it's not ideal, and it's in times of stress and short deadlines that I turn to the guiding text of my faith, the Pink Panther movies. You're gonna need people to periodically assault you, hopefully in novel ways. I don't really care how you go about this, there is probably an app for it these days, Uh, or you can just ask good friends to do it for you. Um, But they're going to need to strike when you're in the absolute doldrums of tedium. That way you'll start laying down more of the really dull memories alongside the sudden flashes of horrible violence, and your perception of time in recall will be longer. So these people they're going to need access to your office. so if there's someone who can who can do it there for exa- without being fired that might be a good fit. So uh, for example, your CEO could take out their Dickensian workhouse fantasies on you without any sort of recrimination. and of course you will need to negotiate the rules of engagement in advance. So oh this is this is Sm um, So just do that. Um, not at work. Uh, unless it's your job, in which I've assumed it's not, but honestly, this gets much harder to fix if it is.
0: As Mr. Convery notes, the perception of time is a funny one, and we don't really understand how it works because, you know, reproducibility crisis in psychology and neuroscience and the brain being complicated. And, yeah, like, it's messy because brains. We know age has an effect. There are replicable studies that sort of show that time seeming more abundant in the past this is this is intuitively anecdotally true to us as well um maybe something to do with dopamine as the brain ages maybe just storage optimization and retrieval you know and the fact that a day in childhood is proportionally more of your life than a day when you're 60 at this point who even fucking cares like we know that Older people, in general, underestimate time intervals. So maybe you do in fact have less time, but maybe you also perceive the time you experience as shorter and more abbreviated. And this is this is what we're gonna work on. We're gonna work on perception. Um, <clears throat> also, you know, the world is a grinding and constant assault on our focus and psychiatric fortitude. It's no wonder you're not getting things done. A year's post referendum news cycle is enough to give ster- sterner folk than me PTSD and Christ, I'm self-medicating like a motherfucker. Heck, having a populace broken and unable to focus just under the emotional load of getting through the day is probably our gammon-centered overlords endgame, and I can't even begin to counteract that. So we're going to focus where we might do some good, which is altering your perception of time so you feel a bit more like you did when you were younger and a bit more like you have time to do things. And there's a few things to explore. Ordinarily... As you will probably know if you're a regular listener and sorry if you're not, I would jump straight to homebrew pharmacology or to pointing out that people suffering from depression often more correctly or overestimate temporal durations. But if you're awake and trying to function in 2019, I doubt even I can make you more depressed without surgery. So let's let's look at perceptual interventions. Um, you know how when you go somewhere, maybe this is just me, but the journey can feel longer on the trip back? Sometimes vice versa, but for me it's always been the other way around. This is, this is related to a perceptual-temporal illusion called the Kappa effect, and this is a mental predisposition to misjudge the temporal distance between two things based on changes in the physical distance between them, and sometimes the interval between the measurement. A simple experiment to demonstrate this has been done thousands of times, maybe hundreds, psychology reproducibility crisis and all that shite. A um, simple experiment it is flashing two lights at a set interval, observers will then judge that interval to be longer if the lights are physically further apart not massively longer but longer um many possible explanations for this the two main ones are a kind of bayesian inference model based on people's perception of how long things take in their recent perception the other is that People, kind of, the brain, the slow-thinking systems of the brain, sort of confuse the interval with distance travelled under a constant model of velocity. Honestly, I don't fucking care. It's wild. As ever, our brains are fascinating and crap, and this makes them hackable. So many possible explanations. We are less concerned with advancing science in this case than we are with helping you finish the fucking crosswords, so I'm just going to assume that they're all valid. You're perceiving time as too short when you want to do things. We therefore need to elongate your brain, you bits. This means we need to space out the stimuli, things you want to do, decisions about doing them, um, and use a bunch of priming effects to predispose you to expect their slowness and to perceive them to be spatially different. Hopefully we're, we're all on the same page here. Um, now this could be a lot of little hacks, so like, consider starting to read a book Uh, Maybe you're worried you'll get distracted or feel time pressure, so put on some very slow-moving background noise or or an episode of Baywatch. Um, Pick up the book and wander between rooms before you start to read it, spacing out those stimuli so that the start point and the end point of your consideration are spatially different, and you will estimate that interval as longer. You will feel that you have more time. Make sure you walk really slowly, though, because under the Bayesian model, the velocity perception is a factor. Oh, who fucking cares? I can't believe I'm saying Bayesian. Leave, um, leave the things you want to do at the opposite end of the house to where you'll be when you usually want to do them. So for example, if um, you often get home from work and want to say make dinner, but always food, you don't have time, hide all of the ingredients at the opposite end of the house from the front door or in the attic. The, uh, the stimuli of wanting to do the thing, spaced apart from finding your house packed to the eaves with broccoli, will expand that moment to an absolute infinity, years in that second. The Capra uh, the effect has also been demonstrated with other sensory stimuli, auditory and tactile. So this, this opens up the opportunity to prime your brain to be constantly, temporally overestimating. What you need to do is construct or acquire a device. You could do this with a smartwatch or, I don't know, possibly a a midget in a backpack um, that will tap, prod, poke, or otherwise physically vex you at precise intervals, but only, crucially only, when you have moved physically between two points. This will be extremely annoying, but I think we can all agree it will be worth it. Well, those have been an exciting set of fixes. We fixed some stuff. If you'd um, if you'd like your problems fixed or, or whatever it is we do, do remember that you can write to us at we you show at gmail.com or there is a form on our website, motherfuckers. There absolutely
2: is. Hauntedphonograph.com
0: Yeah that one. That whole web thing. I don't I don't really know what happened here today, I'll confess I'm very confused. I might just go to the pub and honestly, dear listener, I think you probably should as well. Bye.